this is kind of a uh, law and order style intro. So imagine the dun-dun. In the fly fishing world, the people are represented by two separate yet equally important groups, those who take themselves seriously and those who do not. These are the tales of those who certainly do not. So buckle up. This is another episode of Cast Your Faith, the podcast. Or something like that. I don't know. That's recording you know, in progress. Yeah, it know. says it. I don't we're know in, why. We're in podcasting. We are in podcasting now. Man, it um, feels good to be back in podcasting. Doesn't oh, it? Doesn't oh, it? Oh, it feels oh. like we haven't been in podcasting for so long. I'll say the last time I was in podcasting, I want to apologize to all our fans out there. I was... I was not bringing my normal energy to the party. It was the it was the most amazing low energy, Kenneth. The best was, um, and I don't know why we didn't bring it up on the podcast, but when we were uh, moving the tables around and stuff, setting up here before the podcast, and Kenneth just is like, I'd like to make an announcement. If anyone is wondering about this, my status today, it is it was what five p.m. and yes. your watch had hit. Um, I want to say it was eight hundred and sixty-two steps. I was under a thousand. Under a thousand under steps, thousand. which is, I mean, I feel like really hard to do. That's really impressive. Really, um, I'm a big game player when it comes <laughs> to that sort of stuff. But you diagnosed the problem to my wife, cause I wasn't at church that day. Um, and you hit it right on. You're like, I don't think I ever saw Kenneth make a drink. No, he would just walk around. And if something looked good, he would drink ours. Yeah. It, and that's true. That's what happened. I didn't it drink is. a lot of anything. No, I drank a lot of everything. Right. And it was, and people kept going like, where's my drink? And then Kenneth would be like, Oh, I think this one's yours down it. You know, like, hold on. I don't have enough COVID. <laughs> what I was doing is I was basically fortifying my body right. against okay. any sort of disease. I, I can't uh, believe uh, nobody caught COVID out of that, I'm, that deal. You know, look, if anyone should have, I mean, there yeah. was twerking, there was, there was break dance, chair dance. I saw a worm. Yeah. Oh yeah. The I worm is, saw the, I saw half worm. of like a spin. I don't know. I didn't see a sure. whole spin. Well, no, yeah. I didn't do a whole spin. No, that but was, I did twerk it pretty good there. I was, well, you, uh, you did yeah, try to twerk yeah, it. Yeah, I they heard threw, they threw some non-dollar bills at me. So <laughs> they, they made, made it. Yeah, they made <laughs> hail. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh we started last night. Have, have either of you watched Schmigadoon? <laughs> I feel like this is a setup to a dad joke. No, 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 this is an extra. It's on Apple TV. It's a uh, Keegan Michael Key and um, Cicely. Somebody she's on Saturday Night Live. It's Lauren Michael. Oh, Cicely Cruz. Strong. Yes, yeah. And the and what's prim- the name of it? It's called Schmigadoon. And the premise is that we we just watched the first couple episodes last night. The premise is that they're they're both doctors and they've been together for a few years and they go on this like couples retreat because you know she thinks that their relationship's falling apart he's fine but um and uh and they end up like they go through this like i don't know some sort of magical portal and they end up in this like 1940s like musical town so it's like the uh the the everybody's in the like the the old-timey clothes and and there's all these characters like the mayor and the preacher's wife that's always stern and and they just bust into song the whole time and the best so the the, I've seen the preview yeah. for this a musical comedy. Yes, and the the but the thing is, is that they're not a part of it. They're just they're like just they just walked into this town. Yeah. They just thought they were walking into some town, and they're just like stuck in this thing. And 
Keegan Michael Key, who I think is really funny anyway. I think Key and Peel are oh, funny. Oh, so funny. And his facial expressions when they start to go into the musical stuff, because he's just like, oh, no, 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 not again. <laughs> and, you know, and, oh. Right, tell me the name one more time. Schmigadoon. So like Brigadoon, only Schmigadoon. Schmigadoon. Uh, S-H-M-I-G, oh something like that. It's You're on, told there'd be no spelling and I won't. Yeah, I, I, um, it's on, yeah, it's on, on uh, it's on Apple TV Plus or the other subscription service. The same one that Ted Lasso is on. Interesting. Um, yeah, uh, it's Oh, that's probably where funny. I saw the preview yeah. watching Ted Lasso. Yeah. By the way, fully caught up now. Oh, good. Uh, so is my son. Yeah. Did they jump the shark a little bit here? I I still love it. I mean, I, I do feel like they the few things started going. I, you know, I think that they did a great job of, uh, you know, you had this. The original premise is really only good for like a season. Get it. You know, and yeah. then they have to get in. I think There's they're going to be subplots. Yeah, I think I think they're doing doing fine. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, I'm just asked to suspend reality. That in the span of eighteen months, the the equipment manager is now managing yeah a premier part, league right. club. That's what you want me to think. It, yeah, yeah. He's turned into evil Nate. I mean, it's just. Uh, I mean, I get it. I like the premise of it all. I'm sure it's going to work out. You just got to fast track. You just think, you know, you just got to. It was just tough when I just had to compress yeah, like a five to ten year storyline into one it. season. It's fine, yeah. but. Um, that that caught me off guard a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Little, yeah, um, yeah. So Schmigadoon, check it out. Schmigadoon. Well, obviously now, how can I not? Right. Yeah. It's it's great. Um, so uh, in, in the vein of Ted Lasso, and sure. while we're still in banter before right. before we start the show, you don't want to get serious. We're just in banter. Yeah. Show talk. Yeah. So before before we start the show, because we haven't done that yet. Um, so as we've well chronicled my uh, my journey towards parent of the year oh, last year yes yes so uh i i, I sent you guys a text By message the way, on this before but, you share this with our listeners we need to note the date we're recording this it's, it's uh what January is today the ninth the ninth today's yeah the ninth that's important because that lets the voters know that you have started your campaign early this yeah. year yeah. You are not taking anything for granted. You know, some people, they get their, their title and they, uh, they get complacent. They think they can just sit back and it's theirs for the take. And not me. I'm, I'm out here. I'm going to grind You're from day rat. one. You're That's right. Rat. I'm yeah. in there. So, so Campbell uh, just turned 10 and we had his uh, party yesterday at Dave and Buster's, which by the way, um, if anyone knows someone that would like to like, I don't know, purchase a kidney or something <laughs> so that i can offset the cost of this birthday say, party i, I didn't uh, know you were uh, doing a cash out refinance but oh that's awesome yeah no yeah um i mean it wasn't it was his 10th birthday and he didn't really have a party last year or I mean, whatever but i was just they kept coming up and they're like we're out of credits i'm like yeah okay and um sure let me go um let me go see if my card Stri melts at the kiosk this time, this one more time. <laughs> yeah like, but uh so the best part is uh so just to skip ahead a little bit. So we go through, we've got the party and they play for like two hours, which I'm like, I think we, I think I greatly underestimated how quickly these kids could fly through, through, and it's on the card now, you know, you don't even yeah, have coins. Even and, uh, and that's why they don't have to put any work in. Right. Remember when you get a bunch of coins? Yeah. You gotta have like pockets. Double yeah, thought. Yeah. And we're like, I've got two quarters. Yeah, like, I mean, they just keep one? swiping yes. that thing. <laughs> you can even just leave the card inserted on the game and just hit play just again. Go. It's yeah. it's just like a, it's it's like the casino, right? So uh, well, that's what about, that's yeah. what I was going to say is this is really a hallmark of this is forty, right? Because in your twenties and thirties, 
you're wandering up to an ATM at a casino, whether it's in Shreveport or Vegas or wherever, and you're going, God dang, did I not just pull a couple hundred dollars out yeah. of the account? What's mm-hmm. going on? And now as a, as a 40 year old man, yeah. you're having that same experience. 10 year olds coming up. Dave and to, yeah. Yes. Yes. So, well, and then the really, it really hit home. I mean, not only just was I, yes. I was trying not to, I was actually trying not to run a tab in my head as I went to, to the to day. I was like, I'm Vegas just going to do this. Yeah. Full circle. Yeah. So, <laughs> so then, then, you know, okay. I remember as a kid, like uh-huh. we'd go to Dave and Buster's or one of these places and, you know, you'd play all day and you'd get all these tickets and you'd end up with like a Tootsie Roll and a sure. black sp- plastic yeah. spider ring. Yeah. These kids are walking out. One kid got like a gaming headset thing. Can we get some Bluetooth? Like they're getting stuff. And I'm like, how much money did I just spend? That their prizes <laughs> are like legit. Only $1,500. <laughs> right. What a deal. Um, <laughs> so after you've donated to these kids college fund and right. taken out of Campbell's. So, but well, before all of that, where did you happened, really start scoring points? For- so, so this is, so we all, you know, we're sitting up the front and they come in and it's time for them to go, you know, in. And so I got these, you know, little 10 year old boys and, uh, and we're walking in and there's this one, you know, and there's cheap TVs everywhere. There's one really, really big one. And it's, it's, you know, scrolling different things, just advertising different stuff coming up. And right as we're walking in, it pops up to this, um, it's it's uh it was called it's not your grandma's bingo night hosted by marcia dimes marcia dimes i love it it is a um a a male you know i don't even know how you're supposed to say anything it was a man in drag drag queen yeah yeah i think yeah i think so so drag queen but i mean to the point you know sometimes you have the drag queens that are like completely dolled up and everything we're talking like five <laughs> o'clock shadow, like cl- not even trying to hide. And in this skimpy red dress and, you know, I got 10 year old boys, right? So they look no up filter. and they go, yeah. <laughs> and it was so funny. And I just hear the, look, he's got boobs. And they just <laughs> die laughing and they go off. And I was just like, ka-ching. <laughs> There's another one for, for parent of the year. Cause not only is it just not, it's not just my kid. Oh, it's going to be the. Hey, did you know at Campbell's birthday party there was a guy with boobs? Like got above and beyond, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's okay if a guy wants to have boobs. I'm fine with that. But the problem is now there are 10, you know, four or five, however many households of kids you had at the yeah, party yeah. that are having to have very difficult conversations today. I, mean, I don't know. You I know, well, you know, it's it's okay. Some men are yeah, but yeah. They, yeah, I, yeah I don't I, know so where we go with this. I, it hasn't come back up in my house. So hopefully it just they just think it's funny and move on. I just um, want you to know that if this had happened to me and I had to have one of those awkward conversations with my son, you would get a phone call from me, not because I'm mad, but you would not know that for the first three or four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Be fair enough. I would chew your ass and try to make you feel awful about this until you were right at the breaking point and then reveal to you that I don't really care. Uh, yeah, that uh, was, so. it was, uh, yeah, no, but it was, they had a great but time. All that to say, yeah. congratulations oh. on, we checked the odds right before we started recording this. Mm-hmm. You were still the Vegas odds on favorite. Now, mm-hmm. now, now I kept this one in the pocket. Oh, hold, oh, on. hold on. This may change the odds this, altogether. This may change the odds. So yesterday uh, at Nick's uh, basketball game, sitting there having did a you, good did game. Did you punch a referee? No, okay. I didn't. All right, I'm just I asking. Didn't. No, no. It's a fair question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so boys are playing. They're having a good time. You know, Nick's team, the Wall of Wolves. Uh, 
they're they're playing it's not quite full court press yet but you know sure. they're they're doing their best go on he's in first grade we know what yeah, you were watching yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so one of nick's teammates man sweet little boy named owen he's sitting there he's he's sticking to his wristband i mean so they he's get, got the red they, guy he is he's, on the red he guy. is on the red guy right frustrates the red guy red guy starts talking smack Mm-mm. So, uh, so Nick's Nick said, Hey, you better watch it. I'm watching you. And, uh, so, so Nick is my child, not, not surprisingly yeah. has take decided that the role of like enforcer is his job. It he's, has he's been gonna be the goon. Yeah. Gonna be the goon. Have you thought about ice boring. hockey for him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now he so, can't skate, but he'll kick that kid's ass. <laughs> so don't let him get close to you. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, the kids are running back and forth and everything. And, uh, yes, generally I'm familiar with concept of yes, basketball. Yeah, yeah, Go yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, old boy on the other team decides to dot our guy in the nose, right? Same kids. <laughs> so Nick, he starts screaming, foul, foul, foul. Well, evidently the refs didn't get over there quick enough because the boy from the other team says, yeah, what are you gonna do about it? So Nick showed him. <laughs> not not a great question. For no, no, no. That's it's it's not a good question for Nick. However, uh, so everything worked out. Um, and and after the game, you know, Nick said, Dad, are you mad? And I was like, son, I will never ever be mad at you for protecting one of your friends. Sure. So, Good so him. anyways, uh, okay. you know, didn't even get an unsportsmanlike conduct. So mm-hmm. yeah, I am, I am in the running this year because I am, mm-hmm. you know, if he wants to be a knock around guy, Nick, be a knock around guy. <laughs> that doesn't sound, that doesn't sound like you No, that doesn't even, get, that doesn't even get you on the board. Look, now you're always in the conversation, but well, don't worry let me, about that. So, uh, I, uh, so you know, Campbell has gotten at least he's gotten one yellow card officially, and he has also gotten um, the referee sort of pointing to his pocket and pointing at him like, hey, you're 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 yeah. right there. Yep. There was one game um, and it was it was a good game and whatnot. And this ref just I mean, just wasn't calling anything. And um, and the kids and our kids were getting just, you know, they were getting knocked around a little bit. And I could tell he was getting frustrated. And I, I looked at him at halftime. He was, about to, he was on our side of the field. He's about to go back over towards the coaches. And I was like, hey, hey, you notice this ref hadn't called anything? And he was like, yeah. And he started to get mad about it. And then he was like, oh, <laughs> man. And then and Camille's looking at me like, what Dutch did you just do? <laughs> and I was like, hey, if the ref's not going to call it, let's, uh, let's see what happens. Next thing I know, some kid's, you know, flying out of bounds. Another one's <laughs> skidding across his face, you know, and just like, hey, it's the ref's job know. to clean that I up. Yeah. I, have the, uh, yeah. I have the opposite athletic problems with my my male child. Mm-hmm. He uh, was playing a basketball game a couple of weeks ago and uh, kindergarten were playing co-ed basketball, which is the most maddening experience of my life for a variety of reasons. Um, and this is one of them we're uh playing against a team from another elementary school in richardson and this little girl that Rhett knows has the ball and she's dribbling down the floor but she's on the other team and Rhett's just running beside her the whole time talking to her probably <laughs> encouraging her <laughs> and then it comes time to play defense she's getting ready to crank up a shot but she drops the ball so what does my son do he, handed he it back picks to the me. ball up and gives it to her oh, and then waits no. for her to take a shot no 
It's like, that's, yeah, it's great, buddy. That's that killer instinct. Got yeah, Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan on my hands. Here. Right. I do have to say, Nick, Nick scored uh, uh, four. It's pretty impressive. And uh, got him, I don't know. I mean, in first eight. grade basketball, that has to put you in the top three on the scoring sheet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, and we're talking got, about nine to seven games here. Well, we? I mean, he got eight rebounds and five assists. Are you keeping stats on this? Yes, I actually am. I'm like, oh, yes. Get out of the key. Get out of the key. Come back. Come back. Come back. Okay. All right. I, need you to... I thought I'd heard a lot of sad things today. That was, I feel like we should just stop the podcast. I, I mean, this, is, this yeah. is really sucking a lot of wind out of my yeah. sails. Yeah. You're keeping stats yeah. on first grade basketball? What just on my child. You? <laughs> don't don't do that. That's ridiculous. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Um, let's get in. Let's get into the show. We should. Yeah, let's. Uh, killing me. Yeah. Okay. That's enough banter. All right. Um, it's time to. I think it's time to cast our faith. All right. Now that we're in the real show. Yeah. This is the real show. This, this is the start of the show. We cast um, our faith. So as our schedules have worked out, uh, I basically just show up and kind of regurgitate whatever sermon I heard that morning. I like it, it. Tends to be what's fresh in my mind. And man, I really liked today's sermon. <clears throat> so relationships. We're we're recording this. Um, on Epiphany. Um, we're talking to you from the location of this sermon, so it's all pretty fresh in my head. And uh, so Phil Snyder, the deacon here at St. James, gave the sermon this morning, and he talked about the things we learned from the story of Herod sending the wise men to look for Jesus, and then consequently uh, what Herod did with killing all the males under two uh, to kind of hold on to power. And I loved the analogy that the story taught us we could be one of three kinds of people, right? Because Herod really did a lot of great things, was a really a good king, was thought highly of um, both by himself and other people, but thought of himself and prized himself more than anything else. And then the wise men didn't really know, you know, what they were doing. They were just following what they thought God's rule was for them. They showed up, they did what they thought was appropriate, right? And that was their, their reaction to all of this and then tried to uh, avoid Herod. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't know if somebody was trying to interrupt me, which I was totally going to let them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we look at it and, and kind of the, the moral of the story was this, you can choose your reaction to, to this Jesus thing, right? You can think, you know what? I don't need Jesus. I can go about this on my own. Um, you know, it's fine, whatever. And that's kind of the, the Herod model Or you can go, look, I don't fully understand what's happening here. Um, but I do think that this Jesus guy was pretty special and I do think I need to learn a little bit more about him. And that's kind of, kind of my response to it is, look, you don't have to have all the answers. Um, certainly when we go out on our trips, it is uh, not a Bible study session. Um, but I think it needs to be a place. Uh, I've heard the analogy, and I'm sure you guys have, where it's, it's one beggar telling another beggar where to find food, right? We don't have answers, but here's what we're going to tell you. I've got confidence in this Jesus cat, and we're going to roll with him, and we're going to have some good fellowship along the way. Um, and it, it was, uh, I think, pretty interesting timing, uh, given the proximity towards our trip. So uh, I hope that if you're listening to this and you're somebody that hasn't had an opportunity to go on one of our trips and you've kind of been thinking about it, uh, 
you look at uh, this this trip coming up, which the weather, by the way, looks beautiful for. Yep. Just absolutely perfect camping weather. If you've never taken that opportunity to say, maybe I want to go, I think we've still got two or three spots open. Um, we do. We sure to, do. You need to jump in, uh, let Clay know, let me know, let Jeff know, whatever, um, and take that opportunity to go out on one of these. Not because we're going to beat you over the head with Jesus, as Clay announced in church today. We don't do a lot of the gospel. Um, I believe what Clay said is that I, if you boil down what Clay's announcement was, um, there's lots of drinking and no gospel. That's yeah. that's what no, I took away no. from that. No, that is there's you. a little more freelancing than we needed, but nonetheless, what I'm saying <laughs> yeah. is, especially during the season of Epiphany, our camping uh, trip here will be in Epiphany. If you want to take that opportunity, now's a great time to do it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I really enjoyed the sermon, especially, uh, when I felt like crawling under my pew, when Deacon Phil issued the, uh, there's, uh, there was, there's gold and frankincense, but wait, wait there's, there's murder. Murder. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I feel like I knew it was coming and yet I still just went, oh, geez, can I, when you said, hey, I've seen too many infomercials. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. And it's probably Wait, because I love Phil, but Phil has a handful of probably 10 or 15 jokes yeah. that he will turn to all the time. Oh yeah. Year round. And I feel like I've heard that one before. It's not like a top tier player, but I feel like maybe in epiphanies or Christmas past, I've, I've heard I've, that somewhere. I before. have heard him bring that one up like in like the middle of the summer, yeah. right? Like he just, he figures out some way to try he to shoehorn that one in. in. When yeah. It's, yeah. When it's needed. Uh, when needed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we could do a whole podcast on trying to break down when that's needed. I mean, at not some today. Point it would yeah. probably be wonderful for all of our listeners and viewers if we were able to get Phil on and have an outdoors discussion with Phil. I, oh, God. I, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe, we, maybe we need to come up and do a special guest M4 podcast. I mean, yeah, um, did you notice he scheduled M4 for, for the Sunday that we get home from? Yeah, I did notice that. I, well, I, I, mean, I feel I like our, really our stuff choice, isn't but... on the calendar, so we should work on that. But, um, well, but since all the people that would be at M4 are going to be coming home from Oklahoma that day, I'm not sure what participation is <laughs> going to look like, but that's fine. We'll, we'll see. It'll be fun. Um, yeah, there's there's a core group of M4ers that uh, that aren't on the trip, so I think they'll be fine. I um, did sign us up for M4, joining up with uh, Cast Your Faith in February, and we will be uh, watching a river runs through it. Okay, all right. I think we've really got to have a discussion about you got to float some of this by the rest of the team. You can't just, I know. Son, your ego is writing checks that your body can't cash. Yeah. I, so the thing is, is you do stuff like this. And then all of a sudden I have 30 items on my to-do list. No, 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 no. I I've already bought the movie. All we're going to do is I already own the movie. Show, show it. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Hold on. It has wait, be no, no, wait, 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 you. Uh -huh. didn't already own a river runs through it. The, the, okay. So, I'm so disappointed in you right now. So I bought it. Doesn't mean that I bought it today. <laughs> Interesting. I have the video and you can ask Jill behind Ray. A river runs through it is right there. 
Interesting. Interesting that the two films not, in all of existence not a are strange Ray and combination at all. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Have you seen any other movies ever? I know. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, I, Dazed and confused. Are these all one? on VHS at your home? Oh yeah, there's no doubt. Oh, beta, yeah, beta yeah, Max, yeah, beta, <laughs> yeah. Beta. maybe a laser disc. Super eight. So, <laughs> so the cartridge handler still comes up like <laughs> yeah, this. yeah. Uh, that is awesome. Okay, well, that was my uh, my butchered attempt at casting. No, I face. think you did a great job. I just decided to hijack it at the end. Well, um, you know, look, there's a lot of questions that come out of that, and that's what yeah. I do it for. Right, is to just a couple of mind vitamins to get yeah. the juices. I, for you me. know, and we, we joke around a lot, but in in all seriousness, that's the kind of things that you know we should be thinking about. Is how do we, you know, the thing that I took away from the sermon, and we and then we'll move on right here after I get to talk. Sure. Um, no, but uh, Holy you've got yeah. all the controls, so it's true. I can turn everybody's <laughs> mic off. Um, but the. Uh, you know, the thing is, is that um, the thing that that really, you know, sort of struck me this morning in the sermon was that idea of, you know, the the Magi, the wise men from the East, they weren't Jews. They didn't have a um, they didn't have any sort of longstanding relationship with with God as we know that there relationship. There's no contractual reason they should have been there. No, but yeah. they just were like, hey, this is going on and this is something that we should do. And they went and did it. There, just this this calling from nowhere that this is the right thing to do. And they listened to it, and uh, and they followed through. What and would the world look like there. if more people just said, you know what? There's no real reason we need to get mixed up in this, but it's the right thing to do. Yeah, let's go do it. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a um, they didn't, you know. I mean, think about it. You, there's some random star that they noticed, and they felt a they felt some sort of yearning and calling to go do something about it, and. I think that most of us, when faced with that sort of thing, we ignore it, right? Like it's not on the daytimer. It's not in my journal. That's not part of the plan. No, You're screwing everything big up. Ball confidence. Is yeah. What that is. Yeah. Good I work. mean, let's say, hey, let's load up the camel and let's go, go after that thing. Yeah. Um, so that's a, you know, for me, that kind of took away the, you know, the, um, that whole idea of being still and listening, right? Like right. we need to just just be still, just listen, and just and then just trust that we're being sent in in the right way. And look, so. honestly, there's not a lot of better places to be still and listen than in the middle of the woods by a river. That's true, and a great place, a great woods okay? and river. <laughs> I'm, not, okay? I'm not. I'm not. That sounded serious. I've, I've, up. Look, I'm, I've dialed up. nine and one, and I'm hovering over the other one just in case. But uh, I'm about to pop out the defib. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Clear. <laughs> uh, no, a great a great woods and river would be um, would be Beavers Bend State Park and the Lower Mountain Fork here in just a couple of weeks with us on the Cast Your Faith trip to Beavers Bend. Right. Which yeah. right before this, we'll pull back the curtain a little bit. Right mm -hmm. before this very podcast. We got together for four and a half, five hours. Yeah. Hammered out there were, all the details. There were charts. Um, there were, yeah, there were yeah. flow charts. There was whiteboards. Uh, Pie charts. There were so brainstorming breakout right. sessions. Yep. Yeah, we had to draw some, we had to get some coloring pictures for, was, for clay. <laughs> <laughs> we had markers for some, matte pencils for others. Mm -hmm. It was uh, productive nonetheless. Yeah. So I think we're at a place where uh, we can certainly talk about the trip a little bit. But needless to say, it's going to be awesome. Oh, I think the weather's going to be outstanding. I think the fishing is oh, going to yeah. be great. I mean, everything yeah. is pointing in the right direction for this trip. 
So rather than get buried in the minutiae of what we're going to do, let's just say, hey, come out and enjoy it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, 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 I think I'd be interested in just talking about camping in general. Sure. So we're, you know, we're heading into um, it's it's January and we're going right. on a January camping trip. And, um, you know, we were talking a little bit earlier about some of our different winter camping experiences the get the y'all's first trip to the blue river which um oh, i wasn't at but i've heard about so many times of the going to bed and it's wonderful. 60 degrees and waking up and it's nine with you yeah, know yeah, 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 snow yeah, on the ground seven. Um, <laughs> you know i think that we've all had those those experiences and I, so i remember when um oh campbell was probably in first grade and we had a uh, cub scout camp out and um there was this it was forecast that this you know, pretty big weather system was going to blow through. But the thing was, it looked like it was going to blow through at like nine or 10 o'clock in the morning. It was going to rain for 20 minutes. And then there was going to be a high pressure, lovely system behind it. It was, you know, yeah, it's going to be fine. And, uh, you know, and then all these, you know, then people started, you know, oh, we don't want to come because, you know, we're going to get rained on and all this. This is the parents, right? It's not the kids. Which I have um, no tolerance for. Like my greatest fear in in entering scouting is that, I, I will not tolerate that. No, it's ridiculous. It really, it's, it's pathetic when some of the parents do this. And the thing that, that drives me nuts about it and is that, look, especially in like our unit, okay, there's so many people in here that are, you know, Eagle Scouts that came up through this that do a ton, or if they're not, they're, they've done a ton of outdoor stuff. Like, and we tell people this, it's, it's the same thing as the Castor Fate trips. Look, if you don't have what you need, we do we do we yes. got all this uh, stuff we've got uh, the not only do we have the gear but we have the experience look I've, I've been through some rainstorms okay i've been through worse than that it's fine everything's fine and i remember sitting there looking at the kids and they were all freaking out as the storm coming in and i was just like look and uh me and another friend of mine who's another you know scouting eagle scout we've been doing this since the boys were in kindergarten and we're like guys these are the trips that that you remember, you know, these are the ones. Yeah. yeah this is yeah. what you do. You know, I can remember that. I don't, rem- I don't remember the, uh, the perfect weather sit around. Everything goes to plan trips. I remember the ones where the RV catches on fire and, uh, Man, I'm you know, you, you're right. That's yeah. what sticks with you. Yeah. Those are the experiences. And part of it was because of the, the, the parenting philosophies of the eighties and nineties were very different than they are now. Oh, yeah. You mean the get out of my house yeah. philosophy? Yeah. I, I remember distinctly, we were at summer camp one time and there were tornado warnings at possum kingdom. And did we somehow evacuate and go hide in cars or, Oh no, well, no. You know what the men charged with our safety did? They go, well, I guess let's all go get in the latrine. Yeah. That's where you go. We that's where you go into the latrine. Oh God. At Constantine. Yes. Oh my. I mean, it's just I'd awful. rather get hit by a tornado. <laughs> here's, here's the best part. God, I can't. I've this is one of the greatest scouting stories I've ever had. So the the danger passes, the warning lifts. We hear the all clear um, from the mess hall. So everybody's trying to get out of the the latrine as quickly as they can, except for one fellow we had, and I won't use his full name, um, but he was a, a special needs kind of guy. Okay. But Mostly, he just had a severe case of Asperger's, and profanity was his drug of choice. Oh, dear. And he wouldn't come out of the latrine. He was afraid there was still rain and lightning in the area, and he was afraid. And he stayed in the latrine, screaming obscenities <laughs> across the camp for about 90 minutes. 
until finally the the coup d'etat the coup de gras at the end of the the expletive laced tirade was that he wasn't coming out unless his dad drove back to richardson and got his dog pepper and brought her out to camp that sounds totally reasonable to me and the dad's just like no i'm not doing that i'm not doing that i'm not doing that so like picture andy dufresne and shawshank escaping from prison <laughs> all i will picture is this guy standing outside of the latrine lightning flashing rain falling and him screaming Peppa! <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny it was um, just a, so just a different mindset so i go ahead i was never i was never in scouts well i was in scouts and i got kicked out um but my favorite memory of, of camping the, the the most memorable was we were on that very first trip and we were sitting there in that that tent seven degrees outside so cold we each finally somehow cinched up our bootstraps and was like okay gotta go to the bathroom can't stay in here anymore and that was it it was a giant game of was, chicken right. because <laughs> nobody wanted to be the first nope. person out the door it's like nope. nobody wants to be nope. the first man over that hill no so, <laughs> who's gonna open that door man you were wishing you had that wide mouth analogy oh, yeah. <laughs> we take off we scatter to the four corners of the wind i guess kenneth and i finish first and we go back and we're getting the fire going and 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 he's laughing about all of the the um, trash pandas that yeah. came through. Oh and, yeah, and all of the laughing the, the projectile vomit because yeah, they've been eating, of course. yeah, moonshine cherries, and they were all in the fire pit. Oh, so we could sake. we get this uh, we get this fire cranked up, and it was going. And uh, look over at Kenneth, and we're talking, and all of a sudden we hear. Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> yes. Dude, this was just insulting. We, this was, we both look over and there's this crow landing on poop rock. It was this rock that gave us. Yeah, we, we know, figured yeah, it out, yeah, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I wasn't there, rock. but I got okay. it figured out. Yeah. It's not a disguise name. It's, yeah. It's literally where we poop. Kenneth, <laughs> please tell the audience what that crow did next. We're sitting there. And if I hadn't seen this with my own two eyes, I would not have believed it. But I watch as this crow takes an entire pack of men's wet wipes that we were using <laughs> for sanitary purposes. Men's wet wipes. Yeah, they were they generic. Were, they, they were like dude wipes. Dude wipes. wipes. Dude yeah. Dumbest marketing. He ever. picks up this entire package. I mean, we'd probably used two or three two of them three. at this point. Uh -huh. He picks up the entire package and is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Holla at your boy. I'm up and out. Oh, that was good stuff. You man. know, that makes that was good stuff. That makes sense because when uh I guess it was last um it was like last not this last November, November before, I think we were up at the Blue River and um and our good buddy Joe, who you know is well known for having anything Everything. that you could possibly need. He's probably having wet wipes in the truck. Right oh, now. absolutely. Oh. Yeah. Well, he pulls out one of those little, you know, portable chemical toilets. Mm -hmm. And um, I have never seen someone get so obsessed with an item as Clay did. I mean, he is sitting there writing letters to Santa Claus. There's no question. Yes. Yeah. And what does Santa Claus bring me? Yeah, Santa bottom bottom a chemical toilet. That's um, right. I mean, That's he right. is the best part. And the best part about that is so uh, 
Clay's garage is um, the, the car has never been parked in there, right? Like there's a there's a train set, which just confuses me. And then, you know, kayaks and all, you know, all this stuff. And sometimes we'll go over there and he's got a table set up and TV and we'll, we'll type wise and all that. So he gets his chemical toilet last year for Christmas. And he just set it up, didn't he? He did. He set it up in his garage and he's like calling me and he's like, he's like, hey, hey, I just pooped in my garage. And I'm like, (laughs) like, I don't. What are you doing? What? I know. Like, what are you doing? And, and, you know, and his neighbors are calling me and like, hey, can you talk to him about closing the garage door? door? (laughs) (laughs) When I'm hunting squirrels, I'm. There on, on my throne. So he's I'm so on he's, my throne in my ghillie suit. Yeah, he's on. Well, is it, is it got the drop bottoms like the old, uh, like the old red yeah, 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 Union yeah, yeah. suit? Um, pretty, pretty impressive. Wow, it's, uh, my ghillie suit has the dumper pocket. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, all right. So you, you and I have, have had this problem before, obviously, and I can tell that from the amount of crap we take on these trips. Yeah, my biggest pet peeve in camping is I hate being out there. I hate being in the woods. I hate being wherever we're camping and not having something I want to use. It's not need. Absolutely. Because I always have everything I need. I yeah. hate yeah. not having something that I want to use. See, I have this this thing too, where not only do I hate not having the thing that at the moment I think I need, right? But I, I right. obviously don't, right? We're still alive. But, um, but I also hate the fact that here we are going roughing it camping and I'm basically have like an 18 wheeler worth of crap loaded into my pickup truck. It takes me two days to pack. I have all this stuff. And not only, look, I have a lot of camping stuff. The thing that drives me, I think the craziest about it is that I go do all of this. And then certain people sitting for those of you not watching the podcast, Kenneth and I are both uh, pointing our heads towards Clayton. Um, but uh, that certain people don't bring just roll in any of this stuff, <laughs> and then um, you know, and then they're just and and certain people are just like, yeah, see, you don't need all this stuff. It all works out. And I'm like, does it all work out? Like you're sitting in my chair drinking my coffee out of my cup after you slept in my like what? It, it worked all out, works though. out. You're like living this catered experience, and uh, yeah, it's it, it it is it it always it always throws. And what's funny is that so I've done a lot of backpacking and still and still enjoy backpacking. And it blows my mind that like uh, my brother and I will go on like little weekend trips and stuff. I can throw everything that we need to go. I can backpack and all that in you know in my backpack, right? And and just take off. And yet I go on this type of trip. And I'm sitting there going like, well, maybe the Tacoma was a bad choice. I should have gotten a full size truck, you know. I mean, it's uh, with a, with a long too. bed and a yeah. and a trailer, yeah. you know. And it's just see, I'm not a backpacker, so much stuff. right? I'm not a. I don't. I've, I've done Philmont treks. I've done. I, it's not something that brings me great joy. So I'm literally the kind of person that could be sitting there around the campfire and we could be talking about something. Somebody will say, "Oh God, man, I just I was karaokeing this one time." It's like, yeah probably should have brought a bluetooth speaker and a karaoke microphone so we could karaoke right yeah now. i mean yeah whatever little right earworm yeah. crawls in there and lodges in my brain I'm like yeah i'm cool gonna start karaoke. the next time i'm just like oh, i need all this i tell I you take six fly rods 400 flies four sets of waders three sets of boots yeah that sounds reasonable um 
Yeah. So I, well, now that I have the toolboxes on the side of my truck, well, like I, there's five, that there's five fly talking. rods with me all the time. Like I'm going to need that. But uh, yeah, it's, it's easy to bring way too much stuff. It's hard to find that, that middle ground sometimes. But you know what that is? I think that is, that is the, the, the boy scout in us, right? That is yeah, always be prepared. Be prepared. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, is, so I, uh, I, I laugh at my, at myself, but like, we all do. Yeah. At me. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah. But like the, but that's my, so part of the reason um, that I end up carrying a bigger bag fly fishing is that like that has been drummed into my head for so long that look, when you catch, when you go look in my bag, there's going to be a fire starter. There's going to be water treatment tablets. There's a roll of toilet paper and a trowel. There's like all the stuff that you need to be out in the wilderness for a while. And it, and one thing that I think is missed sometimes in the fly fishing community, and it depends on where you're going and how far away you are, but there's a lot of people going fly fishing out, you know, walking sound stream and being fairly remote from places that are not prepared for bad things to happen. No, You know, no first aid kit, no space blanket, no, and, and this stuff isn't big to carry, right? I'm not saying that you got to carry a 75 liter, you know, backpacking pack, but it was some um, pretty simple things. Yeah. Be a little bit prepared. I mean, um, you know, that ace bandage for when you twist your knee, you know, your, uh, the, the space blanket is a huge one for me. Like, why would you go somewhere where you might get wet and hypothermic without a way to build a fire and, and trap some heat? So I was about like, to say, so the two things, yeah. the three things, I've got a little first aid kit, I've got a space blanket and I've got a compass and a fire starter. And that's kind of my, yeah, those are, that's I, what have, I, roll with. I have a compass, a fire starter, baby Benadryl. Or children's Benadryl, just in case or I get the snake bit. Bites you. Right, yeah. snake. Yeah, get bit yep. on the ass by a rouse. Because you're terrified. Yep. Yep. Yes. yep. Yep. And Benadryl itch cream. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a good. Yeah. That's, I always I always have some water treatment tablets too. That's just one of my. Got a life straw. I've got a. Yeah. Life same idea. Yeah, yeah. Something. Yeah, I think yeah. some way to. I mean, because you're going to be I near don't the. No, I'm not sold on that thing. I, I don't know. I think the life straws do pretty. Well. I haven't I haven't checked the specs on those. I um, think it's a great company, and we'd love. To have yeah. them as a sponsor. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Life Straw. The, <laughs> caster, the Caster and, Faith uh, Life Straw Edition, uh, yeah. or Life Straw Caster Faith Edition. Um, it comes with its own Bible verse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like yeah, In and Out Burgers. That's my Wait, thing. It, he's leaving again. Okay. If you know, it's no. Bad idea. No, it's, it's a bad, bad idea. idea. It's a bad idea, coach. Don't do it. And you're now creating a piece of evidence for when you get pulled over. Oh, um, Just a splash. <laughs> such a god and this is doubtfire's back and um this is feather bottom yeah (laughs) you know that's tobias yeah yeah Yeah, we know but the house has never been cleaner (laughs) (laughs) oh i uh well now we've hit the arrested development um because our podcast reaches on a show that was on 20 years ago (laughs) that shows that we're relevant yeah um no, the, the thing is that I think has also made me laugh over the years on these trips. Um, I find myself fishing less and less on these trips, but I'll bring all this gear and I'll have, you know, four fly boxes and I'll be walking around and it's almost like why you coach little league, right? I, I find that I can go catch, you ready? You might want to make sure we mark this as a cocky statement of the day. Okay. All right. I can go catch fish. I'm not concerned about that. I, I feel like if, if people are catching fish, there are fish to be caught. I can catch fish. Sure. But I get so much more enjoyment out of people that 
haven't done this before and it's outside of their comfort zone, I'd rather stand next to them and what little bit of stuff I know kind of try to share with them to see them catch fish than go catch fish myself. Yeah, absolutely. I think the difference between you and and Clay in that regard is that um, in order to help someone catch a fish on the river, you have to actually leave. You have to well, you have to actually leave Damn. camp. Yeah, because Clay is so funny. Clay will roll up on one of our trips, <laughs> and he pulls up his truck and he sleeps in the back of his. Which okay, Clay is seven eight. Oh, okay, yeah. This Tacoma has a four and a half foot. He's bed. got a he's got this like four foot bed, and it's got the soft topper on there, but his head sticks out or his feet. I don't I don't know how this thing. I mean, he gets in under this thing, and I don't. You know, that's where he sleeps. And then he starts pulling all the stuff out of there. And whenever he shows up, it's the middle of the night. The rest of us are setting up camp, getting food, getting over there. I look over. He's putting together 19 fly rods, <laughs> all different reels. All you know, out. I mean, yeah. here we are. We're we're about to go. You know, we're on a nice little trout stream. We're fishing for 10 inch. Shit, my nine. 10 inch. Yeah, he's got his nine weight out. Yeah, nine weight with a like, number three hook. We don't even know why he brought it, but he's got and he's putting them all together, setting up all these reels, getting them all there, putting them all on the top of his truck so that, he hunting, can, so that he can lose at least one of them, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh all this and then and then yeah or a phone yeah that's um and and then after he goes through this whole exercise he proceeds to uh imbibe enough that you know we all are getting up to go fishing and he's i'm find you later yeah okay i'll catch up i'll I'll get started on lunch right yeah yeah which by the way that's my stuff my favorite is yeah i'm gonna get started on i'm gonna take care of this i'm gonna get started on lunch we show up there is no lunch. <laughs> like we got uh, mustard and parmesan. Yeah. <laughs> All right, hold on. While we're kicking clay in the nuts, which is yeah. our favorite pastime. Yeah. Walk us through this morning's announcement. Oh my goodness. About so... the trip. Because <laughs> I think overall, I will say I think uh everyone except the French judge gave you maybe a six, six and a half. Yeah. So yeah. it was good wasn't great i don't think you're gonna get on the metal stand no um but i didn't bring it around why i even this is so funny i just okay so i get up there and number one you gotta paint the picture clay is making an announcement in front of the congregation at church this morning about this trip trying to make people aware of it so we can get a few more folks signed up yeah um, we took some time and brainstormed this morning and put together the outline of a few sentences, a light paragraph that you could get up there and read. Literally yeah. If you want to. yeah. But you That's want to put it. your own spin on it. And I get that. So now that the, the stage is set, you get up there, start giving us the play-by-play of what's going through the melon at that point. So the play-by-play at that point, I'm sitting there, I'm up there on stage and in the corner of my eye, I can see Nick who I'm imagining in my head is, is acting like, you know, wait, wait. sign language Hold guy. On. That's... Hold on. Wait, 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 Nick, Nick, your son, Nick, my son. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So Nicholas is sitting up there, standing who's up there. Seven. Who's seven. Right. Looks okay. like, um, uh, he, he had his shirt untucked with his sport coat on, and he quite honestly can we, looked like can a forty-three-year-old alcoholic on. attorney on his can third we, divorce. Can <laughs> we just, uh, can we just, before you get too much further, can we visit the um, what is it going to take for you to get your kid to take his baseball cap off in church? So <laughs> he's behaving right now. He's not. What you don't realize is uh, 
Nick actually has early onset alopecia in his fault. <laughs> he looks just like Clay without his cap. Oh. He's very sensitive about okay. it. Okay. All right. Oh, this child has Kansas City Chiefs cap. Well, yeah. I mean, you know. No, here's the great irony. I was watching him. So he, when he would get back to his pew, he'd take his hat off to relax. He's like a country gentleman. When he got up to do work, put his hat back on. So yeah. Like, I don't know. What do you yeah. think he's doing yeah. there? Um, yeah. 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 Okay. Anyway, I'm sorry. All right. So you yeah. get up there and you got your little seven-year-old sign language I, interpreter. Yeah. He's, he's interpreting, Talk me through, you know, because you, you made a conscious decision because we had a little script. I, I totally, and I was going around on that and I totally got up there. And of course, everybody says, well, I couldn't hear a tremble. I couldn't see anything. Well, just in case any of y'all know out there, I am not the huge fan of speaking to a group. I could tell I could tell there were some nerves, but you were doing a good so, job of tamping them down. Yeah. So, uh, well, I mean, yeah, you have to fight through anything. Sure. Anytime you're, you're so you nervous or scared. And you, were, you were yeah. scared. You so make the first move. Just going through the, the script, you thought to yourself, the way to combat these nerves is I'm just going to freelance a little bit. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I'm basically the M&M. So, uh, okay. Camping. Basically. All right. All right. Hold basically. on. Cause here, here's, here's the exercise. The light on I'm the like, gospel. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait just a second. Cause I just, I'd like to run a little exercise right here. Now, Clay in 30 seconds or less, I would like you to give us what, what you felt the message, just the mm. core message of your your announcement was, or should have been. No, 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 no. no. I, I, I want to know what I want your perspective. The crowd when you, and not and not based on anything that we've been busting your nuts on all day. I, I mean, when you stepped away from that podium and you walked back to your seat, I want to know what you felt like the message that you delivered was what did the crowd take away what the fuck did i just say <laughs> so again i don't PG really 13. i don't yeah thank you so yep. i feel like you walked away from the podium correct me if i'm wrong you walked away from the podium thinking i have expressed that we have this men's spiritual outdoor retreat group and i've invited you know, all the men in the congregation. And I've encouraged their wives to get these men get involved. involved in this great opportunity. And for I made it clear growth. we weren't going to beat them over the heads. So make it a Bible study and agape love. Ag yeah, I you threw you agape did, love in there, which very, I appreciate that. That very was great. Strongly. Let me tell you the message that I heard, okay. which was, hey, ladies, send your men to cast your faith we're gonna get hammered and it's not a bible study that's what i heard how many times do you recall saying the phrase we have some good drinks the best part was so uh, um our our senior warden and one of her good friends was sitting in the pew in front of me and they both know clay quite well um and these are um, ladies. Very respectable, actual ladies. Yes, ladies, very respectable. Um, their kids are grown, if that gives you sort of an idea of age or whatnot. They were cracking up. <laughs> they just, they, they could not handle Clay behind the microphone <laughs> at church, basically inviting any 
adult male over 21 to come get hammered hey, on. <laughs> we're gonna go out to the woods and get drunk gonna eat food and then sunday morning we're gonna get up it's not gonna be a sunrise service it's gonna be just a little bit of service no gospel, no gospel. <laughs> oh, yeah. but uh you know send your husbands your kids your everybody's with us it's uh it's good for us good for them yeah we'll see uh -huh. you out there okay yeah was, i mean amen agape yeah <laughs> Yeah. What are we doing? Uh, it was, oh, I mean, I just. Uh, We're an outreach I just, ministry. I just I'm shut, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my goodness. It was. Look again, I got something tell you, else. It was a solid. It was a solid six and a half. Yeah. I think no. for being nervous. Yeah. You, you did a great job. But here's the thing when you're nervous, that's not the time to freelance. Yeah. When that's nervous, when you just, just stick to pull, the script. Stick to the script. Because Kenneth wrote this. I mean, just a fantastic. Couple just, I mean, it's, in fact, you know what? I'm going to. Um, let, let me find this real quick. <laughs> Um, just yeah, we're just trying to uh, deliver the message. That yeah, we're gonna have a good um, time. There's a few open spots, so it's filling up fast. It is. We've got, and um, I didn't even know that and mention there's a couple of empty spots, right? Which I was supposed to do. So, uh, hold, hold on, hold on. This was what Kenneth wrote. Dang it. Um, hold on, hold on. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta, uh, I gotta uh, you know, you can adjust uh, your font size so you don't all, need your it's glasses. already bigger. If I make it much bigger, you won't have any words on anyway. Um, just a reminder that Cast Your Faith is going to Beaver's Bend January 20 through 23rd. Our weekends are weekends of good food and good fellowship with fishing and camping mixed in. All Never men aged 21 and up are welcome. No experience or equipment necessary. We we do need to finalize our numbers. So if you're interested, please find me right after the service. Thank you. I covered all that. And Did, then some. And then some. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's good. Food. We got a lot of good food and good libations, if you know what I mean. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Nailed it. Um, really proud of you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank so, you. yeah, so the trip is coming up and we've got all sorts of plans and it's great if you're not signed up and, you know, too bad for you. I mean, but, look, I, uh, I can't say this strongly enough in terms of the, the trips that we're going to take. So when we go to the coast, when we go to Arkansas, we'll be staying in cabins of some sort, right? When yep, we go to probably. Colorado Bend, we'll be camping. Yep. But it'll be warm. -ish. Well, it's, it's spring in Texas. It'll either be warm or, or snowing. snowing. Yeah. 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 This right now, the weather forecast that I'm seeing is like 50s and 60s, lows in the mid 30s. Yeah, this is perfect dreamboat camping. This really is. Yeah, yeah. So if you're not a big camper, and uh, and the idea of cold weather camping is, is can be intimidating. Look, cold weather camping is the best because you're not all hot and sweaty and can't sleep or whatever. It's really easy to bring warm stuff, you know, and and sit around the campfire and you're not like, oh, I'm sitting around the campfire and I'm just sweating my, you know. The greatest nights of sleep I've ever had in my life yeah. have been in the 40 to 10 degree range. Oh, yeah. When it's really cold. Oh, when you wake up and there's ice oh, on the rain Brian. fly, that's the best. Brian was pissed at you and I because that night that it got down cold, oh, you yeah. and I were like, that was up. my pre-CPAP days yeah, and I was. Yeah, yeah lighten it up yeah 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 they got a break from clayton every 15 minutes when he get up to go vomit but right yeah that's uh, that's his move uh flat rock okay so we've spent a lot of time on not a whole lot but uh i think it's time is it time to hit the it's theme? time to hit the theme squirrel center watch center yeah
I'm going to pass it on to Jeff. Unnecessary, but thank you. I'm going to um, pass it on to Clayton so he can, <laughs> can pass, pass it, it on, on to Jeff. <laughs> I'm rubber and your glue jumps off me and sticks onto you. No take backs. Oh, jeez. No um, yeah, so so I went uh, I went fishing yesterday. And yeah, tell us about that. I'm, I'm literally that's what I'm doing. But uh, so they uh, so up at Lila, which we've we've been to before, um, which is the uh, where the Trinity comes out of Lake Louisville. It is Carp Heaven. So you outlined this that is, in the previous. Podcast. Yeah, we did. This yeah. is where I tail, you know, fail, foul hooked the one and Clay lost it for me. But uh, <laughs> so anyway, they stocked trout earlier this week. So I was like, hey, you know, and I've got some time on Saturday morning. I'm going to go up there and actually had a couple of guys that I work with, some younger guys that they were going to go. Uh, it was rainy in the forecast. They decided to bow out. And I was like, you know what? Honestly, it's your first time fly fishing. This isn't so yeah, just whatever. Just stay home. Yeah. But I went up there and uh, and it was kind of a drizzly, rainy day, cloudy and and get out there and it's raining on me but anyway i get it all geared up and um and you know these are these are stalker trout they're all like eight to maybe 12 inches so i grab my three weight right yeah sure. my uh my eight you want to have fun with it you don't want to just yeah i mean I'm, i don't care right i'm just gonna try to catch some little stalker trout so i get down there and there's there's basically i have now around there it looks like they dump them all and they stay in this one little spot and that's where some conventional guys were, were pulling them out on who knows what but uh and they weren't very big I, I, I love i love seeing someone put like a six inch trout on a stringer i'm like what, what? like i get that they're not going to hold over and but just leave it in there what are you doing and uh like who who wants to eat that you're, but uh you're gonna take that home yeah they, they were and so anyway um so i'm fishing around i try this area and that area fishing yeah. around fishing around See yeah there. yeah so anyway i come, come back around finally i'm like well they're not hitting on anything I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to throw a tie on a woolly book or throw it through here. See if I can catch something. All of a sudden that thing takes off. I have hooked a carp. <laughs> Legit. Hook. On my, yeah, I actually hooked it. Um, it took eight, the uh, black woolly bugger. And what uh, size? Uh, an eight. Okay. And um, takes off. And I'm on my three weight with a bat and kill reel that has like no drag system, right? Yeah, I was just going off your and I'm drag trying to hold system it. is the the you palm of your hand. Your hand. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I think I fought this thing for like 30 minutes. And oh, sure. um, yeah, and it was fine. It was fun. And I finally land this thing, and you would not believe the bird's nest of my reel. I had to take oh, the I had to take the spool off. I mean, for under people the whole thing. The pictures, this was a good fish. Yeah. I mean, it was a good card. Yeah. yeah. Three, four pound fish, probably. Oh. More than that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he saw it in my net. That's my big net. I mean, that's my big net. That's probably, oh, okay. I need to measure that net out because it's I just probably five pounds. It yeah. Was, it, it was, was good, every bit of five good size pounds. pounds. Yeah. 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 So I finally land that thing, let him go. And then I was like, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. I'm done. But I uh, did not catch a single trout. That's for sure. But it's all right. You, uh, mm. You've so done zero, more catching than the rest of us. Yeah. Zero times one is zero. <laughs> zero. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. yeah. Check. Okay. I like it um yeah what else do we need to cover i think that's it that's pretty much it yeah Yeah. all right put uh, a bow on this one kids we'll see you next week yeah yeah Yeah. all right deuces deuces we out